Hey guys, in this episode, I chat with my friend and creator of the Worldwide Transformational Summit, Laura Worley. It is a talk rich in wisdom nuggets and includes an amazing story of how Laura used faster EFT to heal from traumatic childhood abuse after having unsatisfactory results from 20 years of talk therapy and spending half a million dollars. You're going to learn about this and a lot, lot more. So enjoy. What's the biggest obstacle to getting what we want? Limiting beliefs and expectations created by our past experiences. These limits create a subconscious attraction of what we don't want and block what we do want. But we can turn it all around with a powerful tapping tool called Faster EFT and leading edge law of attraction principles. In this podcast, life coach Mark Shahada explores both of these subjects with guests as well as performs tapping demonstrations and sessions. Listen in and see for yourself how it all works. Welcome to the Tap It Out Podcast. Hello, Laura. Hello. <laughs> Good to have you here. Nice to hear, hear you again in this <laughs> format. <laughs> yes, ma'am. All right, so I'm just going to read your bio. Okay. Um, everyone, welcome to the Tap It Out Podcast. I have my friend here, Laura Worley. I know her from Faster EFT. When I first started training, she was there. She's what's called the upper-level practitioner. Um, she's tapped on me. I've learned a lot from Laura. And so here is her bio. Laura Worley is a transformational coach, trainer, and speaker, helping people in the area of complex trauma. Laura addresses trauma, abuse, stress, and addictions in her seminars, which she calls the TASA system. Did I pronounce that right? TASA? Mm -hmm. TASA? Her one-of-a-kind training has helped professionals gain the skills needed to help their clients in the area of complex trauma. Laura coaches people all over the world through transformational intensives. Her goal is to help educate people on how to overcome the chains of their past. Laura is also the creator of the Worldwide, the worldwide Transformational Summit, and we're going to get into that later on in this interview. For the past four years, she has interviewed 85 of the top experts from all over the world that are helping people change their lives. All right. Welcome, Laura. Thanks for having me, Mark. It's great to talk to you. We talked earlier before uh, the recording, and um, it's always fascinating talking to you. So I'm happy to be here with you. So I met you in Faster EFT. How did you get into Faster EFT? Well, after going through 20 years of talk therapy and spending about $500,000 and totally frustrated, I said a prayer. I'm like, God, something's got to work. Something I don't have to pay a million dollars for. I can help myself. Something that actually changes the crap that I have. And a week later, I found EFT. And for about four years, I just I already knew all the stuff, so I started tapping on myself. And then what happened is I was actually going to a uh, matrix is it Matrix EFT? I can't remember what it's called again. Um, and I was going to a seminar here in Vegas, and she was letting Robert Smith uh, talk on the last day and, and teach about Faster EFT. And so he asked for a demonstration. And so I raised my hand. He wanted something really hard. We weren't going to get into the story. We were just going to tap through it. So there was, there was an event I couldn't change. It was probably one of the, you know, one of the, the many horrible things. And um, he changed it in 45 minutes. And wow. I was like, oh, my gosh, there is something to this. So I just started going to Faster EFT. I started getting certified and going to all the seminars and 
So that's how it all began because I was seeing changes and I right. was getting like I was feeling better and, and I feel like crap every morning and uh, you know, my relationships were changing and, and you know, this is about a year in that I'm starting to notice like all these opportunities come to me through my business, my coaching business. And I hadn't even worked on that. Right. So that's kind of the, the weird thing is I was working more on all my abuse and all these other areas changed. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, every area was changing. And yeah. it was, okay, so if I'm not even working on getting a lot of clients and having a full-time business and having these opportunities I've never even dreamed of, mm -hmm. what in the world is going on here when I'm only clearing up, like, my abuse from my childhood? Right. Why, are, why am I all of a sudden having these opportunities in these areas? And what I found really is that our unconscious mind is a generalizer. So just like when I had all the crap from my childhood, it generalized into every area of my life, my relationships, my work, my money, whatever it was. Just like when I started to clear it up, it generalized all that good stuff into all these other areas. And so it was really cool to see so many different changes. Yeah. I've been doing it for like seven years now. Yeah. Fastery of tea. Right. Yeah. So I've had a full-time business with Fastery of tea and really grateful for all the opportunities that I've had. And I, and I do specialize in uh, trauma and abuse. So more like complex trauma. Mm -hmm. And I do help people in, in uh, maybe a few areas that a lot of practitioners don't want to deal with. And uh, that's probably because that's was more of my experience. So I feel more able to help people in that area. Yeah. So that would be your niche. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So how would you describe Fastery of Tea? You know, how do you describe it to people? Because there's different modalities out there. Okay. Well, I love to say Fastery of Tea uses the subconscious mind and the body mm -hmm. to make changes at the root. And, you know, with Fastery of Tea, we actually do go to the root of the problem. And that's why you can make deep changes. Mm -hmm. But when we use the unconscious mind and the body to change, we become aware of things that we really were not aware of. Okay. So our conscious mind is aware of such little information compared to what our unconscious has. Mm -hmm. And I just think of our unconscious mind as a recorder and it records all this data and all this data is filed and we have all these many, many files. But as a child, when we're growing, like let's just say zero to whatever, we aren't able sometimes to handle abusive or traumatic situations. So our unconscious mind just takes those files and puts it way back for us so that we can survive, we can live, and we don't have to deal with that file. The problem is, is that when we get older, those files start to creep up to us. And why some people will come in to me at least and say, you know, all of a sudden, I've never had this my entire life. Right. And all of a sudden I have anxiety. It doesn't right. make any sense. Like I'm afraid to drive in the car. I'm afraid to do this. And they say it and, came out of nowhere. Exactly. Yeah. And, and what it really is, is that the unconscious mind is beginning to pull up old files, putting links that don't go together and creating the problem for us. So if you do not use the unconscious mind to, to address your issues and release the pain of what happened, it will not, if my mind does not really change. Right. And so Fast Tea, I believe, is a vehicle 
to go into the unconscious mind mm -hmm. and to find what's there, find the links, change the links, and to actually change the memory, rewire the brain in such a way that when the unconscious mind wants to go pick up that old file it's so used to picking, mm -hmm. now that file, instead of being negative, is happy. Right. That person can think of any negative experience and, and that they've worked on and go there once they've changed it, flipped it, what we call flip, mm -hmm. which is like dad's yelling at you in the kitchen. Now dad's hugging you, giving you, you know, just saying how much I, he loves you. That's what we call a flip. It's from right. taking the negative to the positive. And if in, in my mind, that's what Faster EFT does. Because even with tapping in EFT, they do not do the flip the changing the memory and in my mind no i'm not talking negative in any way about right. um, another modality but what i have found with my own experience is that is the difference of going to the root you must go to the memories and change the memories in your data in mm -hmm. your files in the unconscious if you do not the unconscious mind will continue to play those files and create your life from it <laughs> I love that. So Robert Smith talks about like our current problems might be metaphoric expressions of maybe imprints or primary imprints that have happened in the past. <clears throat> and so, and these imprints are just automatic programs that are, are driving us yeah, and driving our current problems. And so we're trained to go to, like you said, the root and these imprints and these early memories and rewrite the story, flip them. And then as you do that, the current, metaphoric expressions of the problems can dissipate or go away as well. Right. Because, yeah. you know, every problem has a root to something. It mm -hmm. isn't that you're 30 years old and all of a sudden you are afraid to drive a car and you have anxiety at a 10 when you've never had it before. There's right. a reason. And There's you must reason. find the reason. Yes. And unfortunately, you know, like I said, my, my, uh, area that I help people with is complex trauma, but, but probably being more specific is abuse. And, you know, he, it is something that really does mess up a kid if it's childhood abuse and it messes up how your brain works and how it functions. And yeah. if you do not change those memories of what happened, I promise you, you are not going to live the life you want to because of those memories. I have had a million people say, Oh, that was in the past. I'm over it. I don't care. They don't want and to revisit it. Yeah. But you know what? That's your conscious mind talking. Your talking. unconscious mind yeah. plays from it every day or, you know, often right. it's going to pick those files up. So that's probably one of the major reasons I do love Faster FT yeah. is because as a coach, because of the, the questions that have been formulated over the years and, and now, I mean, it's been called our change for a long time, but yeah. with all the help of many people tweaking it and putting it together, the, the questions are magnificent that yes. you really are set up to talk with the unconscious mind and the unconscious mind will answer you, not the conscious mind, because the conscious mind is not going to, does not know the problem. Mm -hmm. Like, Consciously, you can say, I have anxiety, but the unconscious mind is like, no, that's not the problem. So right. these questions are really set up to find out the root. And, and I love that part. And, and to, yeah. I've been to a lot, a lot of modalities, Mark. Like I've, I've certified in a lot. I've been to a lot of seminars. And I will tell you that the number one thing that I have heard from the most successful modalities is the questions that you ask mm. is where you will get 
the result of solutions to your problems. Mm-hmm. And, it, and Dr. Martini says that he goes, the quality of questions you ask really will be what you create for your life will be if it's, it's not just in a format of fast routine that the quality of questions I ask in my life will really determine the quality of my life. Yeah. And I think with Fast Rate of Tea, that it's about the questions. If you can ask the right questions, the unconscious mind will give you the answer, the solutions. Yeah, that's what I was uh, thinking about. How can you, um, and I know we have techniques to do this, so I just want to see your, your um, take on it. How can you get to the subconscious answers instead of the conscious answers when you ask these questions? In my mind, these questions are just set up. Okay. Just the nature of the questions. Yes. I see. And and the other thing is, is is that you can also, when you're working with somebody is set it up to talk to the, I personally do that is I just, you know, say that these questions, I'm going to be talking to your unconscious mind. And I want the first thoughts, you know, I explain the first thought. Um, you know, is the unconscious, if you start to think about it, you went into your conscious logic part of your mind, which right. doesn't have the answers. It just wants to explain away why that's not the answer. So right. that, <laughs> yeah, yeah so I had to teach this other, this other one. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so David Snyder sh- shared this one. Actually, he, he said, you know, the unconscious mind will always be honest. It will always answer you first. Mm. Right? It'll always tell you the truth. That's why we say, uh, when you think about that, the first thought, because we want the unconscious mind to answer, then immediately what's going to happen is your conscious mind comes in and says, no, that's not right. No, that doesn't make any sense. So that's stupid. But you have to learn the difference between what part of your mind is actually communicating. So that's brilliant. Okay. Thank you. And so have you thought about, and I'm, I'm been learning more and more about like what's happening in the brain, like with memories and the limbic system and the amygdala and the, the hippocampus. And have you looked at that and researched that? And, you know, well, I'm, I'm not like, a, like if somebody asked you like, what's going on with like how we, how we link, how we put memories together and how we could link happy emotions or sad emotions to memories and where it's stored and things like that. Okay, so basically what our unconscious mind does for us, which causes the problems, is it does link this with this with this with this. But the problem is, is if, you've, if 2 plus 2 equals 5 to the unconscious mind, you know you have a problem. So what we're trying to do with Faster T is undo the links so your mind can put, come back together to where the truth is. Mm. 2 plus 2 is really 4. Mm. You know, and a lot of times that, that one with addictions, I mean, that's a really good example. You know, somebody wants to, you know, eat or drink a special food and then they find out that food, they didn't really, it's not really about the food, but maybe that great relationship they have with their grandma or whoever, you know, like mm-hmm. maybe grandma made a piece of pie and they love that apple pie and they have to have that pie, whatever it is, but it's not the pie they're really wanting. They want the love. So what Fast D does is unlinks the love from the pie right. puts the love back on with grandma. So, so and the neural pathways, you know, what we're trying to do too is we've also to our problems, we've built neural pathways to that problem and the road, the highway becomes so powerful and so strong that what we're trying to do is, is knock that neural pathway pretty much gone 
and, and build a new way of thinking, to build new neural pathways. And because our mind really is malleable, it can change and it can rewire. And so that's really what we're trying to do. I mean, we're trying to rewire the brain because we can by what we're doing. Um, the amygdala and the hippocampus, you know, are affected greatly with somebody who is in uh, fight or flight type mode growing up. The problem I have found with myself and many people that I help is that let's say you, you grew up in kind of a traumatic, not fun situation where your brain is always on overdrive. You know, the amygdala in the hippocampus, everything's on alert. Like, am I okay? Am I safe? Mm -hmm. What, un, what's, which is unfortunate is when we're, the poor child who is in that traumatic experience, their brain does not develop the way it should. Mm. And so by the time, you know, they get as an adult, there really are physical problems in that, that brain because of what they've always been on overdrive. Like that's mm. not a healthy thing if your brain is on overdrive all right. the time. And overdrive of protecting, protection and keeping yourself safe. And yep. Yeah. So. Right. You know, I know a lot of people uh, like to go into a lot of the science behind it. Unfortunately, my my personality doesn't work that way. Yeah, <laughs> I know the basic, you know, principles. I work with the principles, and you know, if yeah. you want a scientific explanation, that wouldn't be from me. I'm sorry. Yeah, my mind doesn't work that way either. But I, but people like that. Like I think when you first introduce it to people, and I think for people who are listening who who may not know, some people like that. So what you gave was just great. You know, which okay. Which, I mean, that, what that's what I share. You know, yeah. and I I just think that you can relate to the computer you know the the unconscious mind is a computer whatever software is there it's going to play from you want to change the the computer you change the software change you know the I mean, that's what yeah. we're doing basically yeah. you know stuff. yeah it's really everything you said I, that's why i'm excited about faster eft just changing flipping re rewriting memories you know yeah. the idea of rewriting memories like what so we're not actually changing what happened but we're changing how we hold on to what happened. Right. right? And the emotional pain. And you know, the, most yeah. people don't, I mean, I don't even know if that's discussed that much, but I can tell you from my own experience mm -hmm. is the, the whole huge difference that I learned is talk therapy. I would talk, talk, talk. And at first it was fine because I needed to. Right. And all I was doing was building the neural pathways to the right. stronger and stronger and stronger. The one thing that I really truly learned if you do not release the emotional pain from your mind and body, you're, you have not resolved the issue and yeah. your unconscious mind will continue to creep from it. And that is like so huge. And that's why I personally do not know. I mean, I know there's a lot of modalities and they can do certain things, but I feel faster to overall can release the emotional pain, the quickest, the easiest without re-traumatizing somebody. They don't have to be re-traumatized. Right. And I would say, I don't know if you need to ask me something else, but uh, I, okay, so as a child, I yeah. had extreme sexual abuse, extreme, you know, everything of every kind of abuse you can think of. So what the, where I can tell people about foster FT is I can look at my childhood memories that yes. were, extremely painful 
and I carried for 20 years, like, you know, going to talk therapy, I'd remember more and more and more. And then it's like, what the hell am I supposed to do with all this pain? You know, what am I supposed to do with it? And now when I think of those memories, it's like, I can still remember some of them. I mean, I don't, I can remember them, but they don't have any charge whatsoever. I can hear less about it. And for anybody to say, uh, what I've been like, you know, for sure what I've been through and then to say that that's a miracle. Yes. Yeah. And, and it is a miracle. And I would like to share, cause I was thinking about this, about fast drive team. Yeah, please do. You know, some people think, well, you know, you went in this big thing and you, you tapped it away and you're never going to have any more problems and things are not going to come up again. And, and life is great. Well, guess what? Life is going to be great, but you're still going to have problems because you're a human being. Right. And, I believe our journey is to learn through our problems and how to resolve them. The difference is, is now you have a tool to resolve right. in a healthy way your, what does happen to you as you go forward in life. But you yes. have to clean up the past in order to go forward. I love that. And I, that's another thing I love about Faster EFT is that tool. So they're not dependent on us. They, okay, we, we're going to fix you. You come to us and we're going to change our memories and then we're, you know, we're saving you. No, we help them and then they have this tool that they can do i guess maintenance daily maintenance and, and work yeah. on themselves yeah yeah because you'll have new stuff right. and you know and and the other thing i would like to share what i've learned too is that the unconscious mind is going to give things to you in layers yes right. it's not going to give your whole life problem your whole past history all at once because you right. might work on a big chunk and your mind says, you know what? We are going to have a break now for a while. Right. And then, you know, it could be a couple of years later and now your mind wants you to work on something else and all of that's okay. That's, right. that's okay. It's part of healing and just living, you know? Yes. I have seen that so much. That's so true. And it'll, it'll come up when it's ready. Absolutely. It'll be like that. Yeah. Yep. And you know, you talked about when, talking about releasing the emotional pain of a trauma mm-hmm. and it, it's, and it's also from traumas. We have like a belief system and a worldview that also we released, right? So something might happen and you just have these, you, you attach the emotional pain belief system worldview mm-hmm. to them. And so flipping and, and rewriting that changes all the above in a way. It does. If you do it efficiently and if you, yeah. yeah. And and that's a good point, Mark, because because yeah. when you when you're flipping a memory, you actually need to make sure you also change the belief. Right. So that's good. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So yeah, you answered a lot of those. That was just great because I was going to ask you how it affected you. And so how about from you helping other clients? Do you have like a few great stories that you can share as far as helping your clients? <laughs> Okay. Well, one I just actually did recently, which was awesome. So I had been working with a, with a mom and her two children, 18 to 20, 18 and 20. And the 18 year old, you know, has been, you know, had certain issues of anxiety and problems. So we were working with that. And the other, you know, child had, I'm not going to go into specifics, but had a lot of abuse growing up and all this. And then the mother of course had the same kind of history. So I was working on with them separately for a while. And then I went out and did what I call a transformational intensive for three days. And I worked with the family separately. But what was absolutely incredibly magical, (laughs) magical, is the last day, the last couple of hours, Mm -hmm. the 20-year-old wanted mom to come over and talk 
and tell her how she felt about her childhood. Hmm. The 20 year old wanted mom to share with you. No. Okay. So this was a session type and the 20 year old said, mom, you have to come over. Not have to, but I want you to come over. I need you to know how I feel about the childhood, which was pretty traumatic. So she had, we'd been working through a lot of anger and, and issues, you know, maybe her perception of mom, not caring about her or taking care of her and those kind of things. Right. Well, what ended up happening, because well, I wasn't really sure what it was, but I, I, I set the rules. You know, yeah. there was no negativity, no na- name calling. You can say how you feel, and then we're going to tap. So we would just tap through it all. It ended up so beautiful, so mm. beautiful, because the mom was able to hear. Wow. Tapping. The, the daughter really said what she needed to say. And she goes, Mom, just telling you, just I feel free now. Like, I can fly. Like wow. I can still fly with my life because the mom was so good. She was like, she said, yeah, I'm so sorry. I understand. And you know, so the mom could hear her, right? But we had, but we had worked up to a place where mom can hear her. Yes. Just like throwing her in the ring, you know? Right. We had done sessions beforehand way before this too. And so it was just so beautiful because the mom could hear her and just say, yes, I know. I'm so sorry. You know, I'm so sorry. Right. And it just such a beautiful, and it was almost like, you know, the daughter could finally just say, you know what? I can go now. I can go on now with my life. And that gives me a chance. Wow. Because that's like kids, you know, they, they've got their whole life ahead of them. And then this, and the guy, and the boy, oh my gosh, he is like going to be the next basketball player, professional basketball player, but I don't know anything about basketball. But anyway, <laughs> he wants to be that. And he's so good. And the only thing holding him back, which pisses me off, is coaches in this environment who are so negative and are trying to say, you can't do it. Yeah. Oh. on his dreams. And I'm like, no, do not let them, you know? And so we're tapping on all these things. The coaches are saying, Oh yeah. All the things that, you know, these people are putting him down and this is his dream. He has the talent, the gifts, and he can do it. So we're trying to yeah. build him up with faster FT, like releases, you know, emotions. And so that, and then putting in the positive with the, you know, he can do this right now. He can do right. it. Yes. Well, wow, that's an awesome story. Yeah. It is. I mean, when you can work with, I, I actually have several with, with, with younger, like about 20 that mm-hmm. have gotten some help and made some really big changes. And, you know, another example is just something that I actually did too recently was with a, a it was another intensive and, um, oh my gosh. So we, okay, we worked so many hours a day, like it was six hours a day. We were dealing with all these heavy things. This woman goes home and she just started making the most huge changes in not only what she was addicted to, but her views of money. And I can't even tell you, like literally within two months, this woman has changed her whole effing, excuse my language, financial things. Oh my gosh. It's like you would not believe what she is doing. It's just incredible. Mm. Oh my gosh. So, so, yeah. So it's fun to see that change with, you know, they come in with a problem and don't know how they can get it out of it and how yeah. life can be, how life can feel. And then you see them make these huge changes. Yeah. And I love that. I mean, I work with a lot of people that do have severe stuff. So it, it does take just a little bit of time. It doesn't take a long time, but it takes a little time. It's not like a one session deal. Right. And, you know, I don't know. The changes in them are just so worth 
watching and uh, seeing like another, I'll just tell you one more. Yeah. So this lady, so when I came in, she was like on a many, she was on a lot of drugs, like medical prescription drugs, yeah. you know, to make her sleep, which made her tired. And then she had to have something to make her up, you know? So there, anyway, there's yeah. a whole lot of this and she has the worst kind of, you know, been at sexually abused many times, you know, her dad's like, Anyway, has a lot of lot of money, mm -hmm. but he wouldn't help her. Single mom trying to raise these kids, right? And just like I don't want to see them. I'm so angry. You know, I, they've abandoned me. I don't want to. I don't have anything to do with these people. Yeah, which is her family. All right, I would say it. I still see her once in a while, and you know. Anyway, I just talked to her recently. Her relationship with her father has completely changed. He is actually acting like a dad helping her yeah they're talking and she goes for the first time in my life he is actually acting like a dad now wow. he did not go get counseling right their relationship completely changed with her whole family she's like she just is enjoying so much being around them they're helping her i mean you know and she's off all the drugs all the medications she has okay this is another huge thing she found probably the man she's going to marry in a couple months oh wow yeah Okay, and when, when I saw her, she looked, let me tell you, she looked like she was on a lot of drugs. She right. looked so fantastic, so beautiful, so glowing. Yeah. And that, and, and so this was in a six-month period. So, right. but I mean, she's been changing a lot way before then. I just saw her a couple days ago. So I'm just telling you the end result, yeah. of, you know, of her work. So, yeah, it's not awesome. So this the idea of empowering people, it's, it's what, that's what I love about it. And then having this amazing tool that helps with that. You know? Yeah, for sure. And the other thing, the first story you talked about. So I love the idea of you tapped on them first and separately before yeah. you got them together. And then you have kind of like a mediation thing. So what most people do is they get people together to mediate and to try to talk. And they, they will set the rules as far as no name calling and things. But still, without the tapping initially in the beginning, I think the boundaries go up and defensiveness and the, you know, the communication, it's going to be hard to have that. And it's, it's going to be hard to be heard and um, to hear what be, without doing your own tapping. Absolutely. That is a very good point because yeah. I've actually seen couples over the years, but I never will see them to right off the bat. They have to do individual first Right. And then we'll come together. But what's beautiful about couples, if they will do the individual work and then come together, we tap through the whole session together. Right. Like we don't, it's not a talk therapy thing. We right. are talking, but they are tapping. And that can be really beautiful too. That's awesome. But, but you have to do the, the individual first, for sure. Yeah. That's well, great to hear those stories. That gives me chills to hear about that. It's just fun to watch people transform, huh? It is. It yeah. is. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I want to talk about the session you had with me. Um, just, there's just one point that always stuck with me and the idea of when I was telling you what was going on with me, what you one you know, just one thing of what you did with, with me in my session is you deducted what I did want from what I didn't want. And I remember towards the end, because what we do is we kind of tap out what we don't want and we, and we defrack and we change, you know, the trance of what we don't want. It's not always, it's not only tapping, but, um, and then towards the end, what we do is we want to 
reinforce what we do want. And I remember when you did that for me and you tapped in and you had me saying the things that I did want, which I don't even think I really told you um, what I wanted, but you deducted what I wanted from what I didn't want. And I felt so good to tap those things in. And I just remember that, you know, that's one of your gifts. I mean, that's just a small point, but that was just one of your gifts of, of how you did that. And I think you kind of explained to me that that's what you do. I do do that actually with clients is, is I do a lot of the positive tapping once we've done a lot of the negative. Yeah. You kind of get the negative down to a neutral so you right. can put in the positive. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I do really concentrate on that because the unconscious mind will create what you want. You just have to tell it. So right. yeah. I think it's an important part of doing sessions. Yeah, that was a great experience for me. Oh, good. Yeah. And so I, I also... With my coaching, I try to combine like leading edge law of attraction principles in it. Mm -hmm. Do you, what are your thoughts on that? Do you use law of attraction principles or? You know, um, I, I, I'm not sure exactly because that can mean a lot, but I think yeah. it's excellent that, to do that because basically that is what you're doing is the law of attraction principles. When you say, what do you want? What do you want to create in your life? If all these yeah. problems are gone, mm -hmm. um, and have them practice it a lot too and keep keep putting it in every time you do a session. But what do you do? Are you doing something specifically? Yeah, you're right. It's it, There's a lot to it. There's a lot to, to law of attraction. But I guess one of the biggest things for me is the, the – and I don't always do it with my clients, but, I, but if they're open to it, I will share. But for me in my life, the idea that when we're trying and forcing something, um, we're actually lots of ways blocking – the law of attraction from working when we're efforting and we're trying and, and trying to make things happen instead of this idea of surrendering and letting go and allowing um, help from whatever you believe in, from God, from Jesus, from the universe, from Buddha, you know? Right. So it's, it's kind of a, the, and, and then waiting for inspiration and it's like receiving help from, you know, whatever's out there, whatever you believe in yeah. um, knowing that, we don't have to push something through and make something happen, but what we can do is allow and let go. And then you will get inspiration. And you also, I think, you know, what I like to say is the universe orchestrates events on your behalf. I got that from Abraham Hicks, you know? So that kind of thinking as far as, I think it's a, I think it's a good approach if people are open to it, to work with, with the topic. Absolutely. I love it. Yeah. yeah perfect. Yeah yeah. 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 All right. So you are writing a book. Well, you know, I'm, I, I, okay, this just came to me when you just said what you just said about having people be open to inspiration yeah, and letting people come to, you know, ideas come to you and that kind of thing. Right. Well, I would, I need to share with you. That's kind of how the summit began. Okay. All right. But I was not very open to the idea. <laughs> right. So I get this inspiration literally to, to do a summit. Okay. And I, for two months said no. Okay. Okay. Those ideas came no matter where I went, no matter what I did. It was just like got stronger and stronger. And I kept saying, no, no, it's too much work. I don't want to do it. You couldn't get and away from it, right? I couldn't. So I finally said, okay. All right. So I'll, I'll send some invitations out and we'll see what happens. Well, people started saying yes. I said, well, God, I need, I need people to help me. I can't do this on my own. A week later, the two people that for two years did my website and marketing I met. Then, I, so I'm like, well, God, now I have to be able to pay them, you know, and literally the first year was the most expensive. And 
I always had the money. I never put a single thing on credit. I always had the cash to pay them. Right. And uh, that, so everything that I was told to do, I was given the means to do it one wow. step at a time. I love it. And so I learned. Wait, wait, one step at a time. That's a great point too. Cause you're not trying to get into step 50 and, and right. 60 and figuring things out because that can bog you down. And you know, I like that one step at a time. And then I'm like, why in the world do you want me to do a summit? And because <laughs> I mean, this is not something I would ever come up with on my own ever. Right. But what what the thought came to me is is that the purpose of the summit is actually to talk to as many people with different ideas that were really successfully helping people in the world. Like what were their views? What were their ways of doing it? What, what were they doing to help people with all kinds of issues? And so the, the, the Worldwide Transformational Summit is more about bringing as many different ideas and let people decide what works for them and what doesn't because we're all not the same. Not everything is gonna, one way is gonna work for everyone. And so that's really what those summit has done literally is people like, okay, even if you bring the topic of money, I mean, this year alone, I think we have five specific people that are talking on five completely different things about money, right? Relationships, the same thing. People are talking about totally different aspects of relationships. And so there's just so many good views and right. ideas and thoughts and, and success stories and uh, so many choices. And that's, and that's really what the, what it's been about. And the other, the other thing that's always come through for the summit is that we, all of us finding our purpose and not playing small. And I know some people oh, wow. say that, but that that is not something I was thinking about. But this is what came to me as far as inspiration is that, you know, how important all of us need to believe we are enough. Yes. We don't have to be anything else. And this lady that's on this year, uh, Elizabeth Robinson, I just did an interview with her, precious, beautiful soul. And she just shared something that literally I did have to cry in the interview. So I said, thank you a lot for that one. But um, she shared and it just hit my soul so much is I, we are all enough. There's nothing yes. more to do or prove. Just yes. get up and say, what can I do to serve today? Mm. And I loved it. I mean, just, just to not think you have to do one more thing to prove yourself. You have to learn one more thing to be enough. You have to do one more thing to, you know, right. I'm more of an action person. So I'm more like, go, go, go. Yeah. And so that, that was really super good for me. And I think that's really what the summit is about is to help people receive their worth, mm -hmm. that there are solutions to problems in this life mm -hmm. and that people can help each other. Um, and support each other, and they're they're not alone. And so that's that is it in a nutshell, really. That's really good. And another, you know, to bring up again the t faster EFT tapping is, you know, when you do tap on yourself, you're able to hear th those ideas that um, you are enough. And if you have all these emo the emotional baggage and these memories and these traumas in our past. It, you know, you can say an affirmation or you can be told that, but are you really hearing it? And are you able to hear it? And are you able to believe it? Yeah. So I think that's another beautiful thing about faster EFT is you kind of clear, you know, I call it the fog. And, mm -hmm. but, you know, that's a good point about faster EFT because, yeah. um, 
the really good point is so that you can hear it because you know we can say you know like let's i'll just take one person i'm thinking of yeah you can tell this person i love you you're magnificent so many times but they can't hear it they can't feel it they can't let it in but if you clear their baggage then they can hear you feel it and know you're telling them and know that you do love them yes and that's a it, you have to clear out some of that baggage so you can actually accept <laughs> the good stuff yeah or a lot of the baggage yeah yeah some people say you got to clear all the baggage but you know some i mean we do what we can i I mean i don't think if you cleaned out every single ounce of baggage you ever had and will ever have you would not even need to be here anymore so yeah and you know that's another point is um and yeah you're right i I, when i say law of attraction i kind of it's like an umbrella term but i also this approach that i have is also how you treat yourself with how you treat yourself while you're working on yourself. So people, you can get pretty obsessive with it. I got to tap out everything. I got to deal with, I got to get, and if you're not loving yourself and being patient yourself while you're working on yourself, um, then you can get obsessive with, like Robert would say, with uh, meditating or doing yoga or, you know, tapping. So it's kind of important to be aware of how you're treating yourself. Are you being patient with yourself? Do you feel like you're enough while you're doing it? Or are you thinking things should be moving you know, faster and I should be farther along? There's a lot of beating up on ourselves that, yeah. that we tend to do. With yeah, that. absolutely. Yeah. No kidding. So how long have you been doing the worldwide transformational? Uh, this is our fourth year. Okay. That so, seems longer. Okay. For what? Four years is long. Yeah. We've done it four times. We do it once every, uh, we do it in July, July 13th through the 22nd every yeah. year. And, mm-hmm. um, we have like about 20 to 23 people and we try to get different people every year. A few, few times we'll have a few people on, you know, a few more times, but my whole goal is actually been trying to get them the, the most, that uh, how do I just say this just as diff- as many different people as I can because mm-hmm. I want to bring on as many different perspectives and ideas and sometimes I ask people back so that we can you know still get more perspective from that person it yeah. I mean actually every single speaker I've ever spoke to deserve to come back on every single time wow. but that's not our goal at this yeah. point so and this year you have um I I heard of two speakers from the movie The Secret right uh, three. Oh, you have three. So who who are they? Okay, uh, Dr. D. Martini, mm-hmm. Lisa Nichols, wow. and Dr. Joe Vitale. Right. And I love them. Oh my gosh, yeah. they are so freaking good. And I, I mean, what happened to me when this came out? I think in two thousand. I don't know when it came out, but two thousand seven is when I was aware of it. And um, I was so obsessed with it because it was like the first thing that people were talking about. You could change your life, and you know make changes instead of, you know, all the crap I'd been through in the nineties of talking, talk therapy. So I was very obsessed with it. And, um, the interesting thing is, is who would have believed back then my obsession with, I I loved Lisa Nichols. Like Mm -hmm. I loved her back then so much. And, um, I've had her on twice now. I, I've met her in person. She yeah. has talked with me in person and is it's just so wonderful. Yeah. And Dr. Martini and Dr. Joe Vitale, I mean, I've talked to them one-on-one. They've taught me things. So all these interviews have re- really, really mentored me. I mean, they yeah. have taught me so much. And um, I'm very grateful for it. But And then we've also had um, 
I know this is very bad to do this on your show. I can't remember the other person, but she's also from yeah. The Secret. She was on a couple years ago. Why can I remember her name? Oh my well, gosh. Well, you, you don't have to remember every okay. single person you talk to. So yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, so yeah. you never know what's going to happen in the future. So that's exciting. So you, 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 years ago, you watched The Secret and you just get obsessed with it and you watch these people and now you're you get a chance to interview them and learn I from know. them and be with them. And yeah. And then, I, I mean, I don't know if I should say this publicly, but Lisa is going to give me a ticket to her next event. <laughs> I'm just like, Holy <laughs> crap. I'm so excited to go. Anyway. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. So people who, who are interested, how, how are, can they find you and, and how can they, you know, learn more about the worldwide summit? Okay, the summit. Informational summit, yeah. All right. Uh, the summit is WWT Summit, which is easiest.com. And if you want to find me, it's just laurajworley.com. So. Okay, so say it again WWT.com. Mm-hmm. That's or, easy. Or you can do worldwide transformational summit.com. Don't ask me why I picked such a long name, but yeah. that is also there. Or WW, so it stands for worldwide. So WW, right. then transformational T, and then summit. Okay, WWT summit.com or your name, Laura Worley, W O R L E Y.com. Yeah. Did I, did I, I'm sorry, did you say Laura J. Worley? No. Okay, Laura, it, Laura J. Worley. Oh, Laura J. Worley. Yeah. Okay. All Somebody right, else already had Laura Worley, dang it. Oh, okay. All right, good. <laughs> All right. And so before we go, I wanted to hear about your, you're talking about writing a book and you're, you, you know, you were starting to tell me before we re- were recording, I'm like, save this for, for our, our talk. So okay. tell, yeah. What's your journey on the books? Well, I, I, I've known for a very long time I was going to write a book, Yeah. but what I thought it was going to be was this huge book. So probably like maybe five years ago, four years ago, I had a time of inspiration where I, I couldn't like, when I started writing, the ideas came so fast, I could barely keep up with the writing. And then it just stopped. Okay. So I put it to the side. I have that. Okay. And then I had this other thing. So I started doing all this writing on this and then it was like done. Okay. So I put that to the side. So now I'm like, okay, now I need to, you know, do this part and pull it all together. So I'm going to have this huge book. And just recently God said, no, you're going to have three books, but you're not going to, you're going to write on this topic right now. And which was not either one of those. So wait, so you heard that or are you receiving those messages or how's that coming to you? Okay. Yes. I like the easiest way to be receiving inspiration. You know, I, I mean, I talk to to God all the time and I feel like he talks to me and helps me with inspiration and ideas. But the weirdest thing is, so I'm like, okay, fine. You know, so I'm coming, I'm like, I'm not really sure what you want me to write, but so I'm sitting here writing things. And then every day I would say, okay, God, what do you want me to write today? And he would, ideas would come to my mind to go research this and to write or, and then he started bringing the spiritual part of it, Mm. which is this book is actually directed to a very complex trauma, Mm -hmm. but there's also a spiritual side of the healing to it. And also people can use it, but it also trained professionals as well. It'll help them a lot. And so anyway, this has been more of, instead of me writing the journey, writing this book has been, I feel more God writing the book mm-hmm. and just using me as a vehicle 
and showing me like literally I would just pray every day. Okay. I would get myself in a spiritual type mood mm-hmm. and then I was, okay, what am I supposed to write today? Mm-hmm. And so literally for the last two and a half months, uh, three months, I've been working a couple hours a day mm-hmm. and literally I have, I can't even tell you how many ideas have come, like how I can't even keep up with it. And it's interesting because I will just get an idea that today you need to research this and by Mm -hmm. the research, the ideas come and then I'm writing it all out. And then I'm just like thinking, holy, I I shouldn't say that, but holy (laughs) crap. Okay. This is not me writing it. I feel like I'm just being taught all this stuff. So it's really super cool. Um, and I really feel like I, for this book, I'm almost done with what needs to be said. Wow. And the other two are kind of, I would say, three-fourths written. So wow. I just need to go in and finish those. Um, and that, I guess we'll see how that goes. But so, I don't know. That's kind of what's happened. I love that. You know, I, I have to, you know, you describing that I have to um, bring up it, it, it totally reminds me of, so, you know, we know Abraham Hicks. Yeah. So I'm... Um, there's also the teachings of Joshua and it's, it's a new, um, new teachings or newer teachings um, channeled by Gary Bodley, Gary Temple Bodley. And, you know, and he's my friend and, and he has um, podcasts and I'm part of one of them called the, the law of attraction Roundtable, And we, and we talk about things like, you know, most great art is channeled quote unquote, like, you know, if you think of someone doing a great work of music or writing a book, I mean, that what you described, you're going to want that. You're going to want that, I guess, flow or um, that stream. Mm-hmm. You know what was interesting, Mark, is yeah. every person that I've interviewed that has written a book, not a single one of them has told me that it did not come through the way I just described. Wow. They may not say God, they, but they will say the universe of inspiration that right. just came to me and I just had to write down what they were saying. Yeah. And that kind of gives me chills because it's true. And, you know, Dr. Joe Vitale just brought this out. He's written 76 books. What? I'm, and I'm, I'm like, how in the heck do you come up with ideas like that? And he's like, right. it's not my ideas. He goes, the universe comes to me and I'm willing to listen and do because yeah. see that's the part that I can say I didn't do with the summit is I wasn't willing to do it. I, and, and that's the problem with a lot of us is we get inspiration, but we say, no, we can't do it. it we it, have it'll fears. Work. Yeah. yeah. I'm too afraid. I can't do this, you know, and the universe has given you the idea, but don't be surprised if you say no, that idea, you're going to find somebody else did it for you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, it happens. I'm not kidding you. Yeah. That and and Joe Dr. Joe Vitale said that as well is you know if you're not willing to do the idea the universe will give it to somebody else that will and yeah. a good story somebody told me this this man was given a song mm-hmm. uh, of inspiration and he he kept working on it for two years and he kept saying oh it's not good enough it's not good enough it's not good enough and the universe gave it to him to do it and get it out there but he kept uh, like no it's not all good right enough. yeah. Guess what happens? Oh, someone else. Here's the song on the radio. All of it. <laughs> All of it. Better. So, 
Yeah. The universe said, we, we have, we, we have something we want done. Are you going to do it? So the yeah. question is, are we going to listen when that idea comes to us? Because Dr. Joe Vitale and many people have said this, that if you do the inspiration can and will come to you, right. it's not just, it comes to me. It's that, are you willing to listen and do it? Right. Yeah. I like that. And everybody, seriously, that does has a really successful healing modality, I mean, certain people won't give that credit to God, but the universe does give them those ideas. Yes. To, to do something with it to help humanity. And, you know, I just hope and pray that, you know, when we are given inspiration, that we'll give credit to where credit's due. <laughs> Somewhere up there? Yeah. Yeah. So I love that. Yeah. Well, it's been fascinating talking to you and fun and, and uh, interesting and educational. And yeah, and this idea, I mean, I think that's why it's fun to talk to you because these kinds of things really get us going and get us excited. And the idea about working from inspiration and, and being a vessel in your own way and then helping people because that's the best way. Yeah. To help people. It's just, yeah. So the last question I have for you is, so there's, and I guess it goes along with what we're talking about. So there's entrepreneurs out there or people out there who are having projects where, you know, maybe they're wanting, wanting to start something, but they have fear or they're talking themselves out of it. And, you know, when you first had the inspiration for the worldwide transformational summit, you had your own, um, Fears and you don't want to do it. So what would you suggest? What's your advice for people who have projects they want to start with and they want to get going, but they're having trouble getting going? If you feel that you've been given an idea and somebody, the universe, the creator, whoever you want to say is, is giving you that idea. Just go with it. Just Just go go with it. The, because the way will be made for you to do it because there, there is kind of a, a statement and I'll just kind of paraphrase it, you know, that if the universe does ask you to do something, they will always make a way for it to happen, to be done. Mm. It's mm. not that they would ever say, uh, do this and then not give you the way and help you do it. Right. So just know it'll all take care of itself. Just go ahead and do it because you don't know what's going to happen and you don't know why they're telling you in the first place, but it's because you have something to learn and something you can give and that, and you know, and you can be an instrument to help people. So yeah, just go with it. You're going to be afraid. And, and I love this too. I'm saying, saying all these quotes, but because yeah. uh, I just did the interviews, Lisa, Lisa uh, Nichols just said, you know, let your fear be your fuel. Mm. And then I'm going to leave the last one with Dr. Joe Vitale, what he just said. Mm-hmm. He said, um, your wealth lies underneath your greatest fear. Wow. Yeah. So and, let your fear be your fuel, but how? Yeah, because it's let it all the things you're afraid of, just let it be how you can go f- use it to just go forward. And it's kind of oh. like the universe said is, you know, yes, anything great you are going to be afraid of. And I just want you to right. know that after interviewing all of these people, right. every single one of them at some point was afraid to do something. Right. But they did it, and it turned out to be amazing for them. 
yeah. you know, in some way, whatever they're doing in their life, but they were afraid to do certain things. Their next yeah. big step they they were afraid to do it. Yeah. I liked what you said. And that speaks to, um, earlier we're talking about surrender. Like I like what you said, as far as if you're giving that inspiration, there will be the means to do it. So what I guess what happens a lot of the times is we think we have to figure it out and we feel that we have to figure out the means and we get into our brain and our conscious thinking and, and problem solving. And, and that, then we get, we can scare ourselves and, and oftentimes block the progress. Yep. So work in concert with whatever your, that inspiration, whatever you believe in and, uh, and let go, <laughs> let it go. <laughs> yeah. Let go, let go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and tap through it, tap through yeah. the fear, you know, tap through it, but just know that you will be given a step-by-step thing. And they, if, if like you that. are feeling inspired, it's because the, the universe wants you to do something and they've chosen you to do it for yeah. a purpose. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Laura. This was lots of fun. Thanks, Mark, for having me. <laughs> awesome. All right. We'll talk soon. Okay. Thanks for joining us on the Tap It Out podcast with Mark Shahada. We hope you enjoyed it. Catch you next time.